go what's up everybody welcome 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 to spenteski gaming and the press pause podcast um uh, so guys this is episode number 15 uh we've got mr tizo on facebook here uh he is yo deadly so breezy thank you so much for the host um we got tizo here and he is going to be our guest today. Uh, Tempo, I'm doing better. I'm doing a lot better. Um, it's been kind of a overwhelming week. Um, just with uh, everything that I've uh, kind of put myself out there on. Um, and I overthink a lot of things. I'm sure we'll probably talk about it a little bit. Um but uh, we've got the crew back. We got Devious back. We got Chalupa here. Um, yo, Tempo, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm I'm super proud of it because I did it like legit all myself, and I just picked up the software like a week before that, maybe a week and a half before that. Arcadia, how you doing, brother? So, guys, we're on episode 15 of the Press Pause Podcast. Uh, special guest is Tizo. Um, remember, we're just friends talking about our mental health and the different things that we battle in hopes that something we say might help you guys. And Tizo's screen decides to go black and white again. Um, but, yeah, we, uh, we, we're just friends. We're just chilling, hanging out, vibing. Um... Not sure what's going on with Tizo's camera. Hopefully it doesn't do that all night. Um, so, but how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? I'm actually going to take one of these out. Just because that way I'm not talking so loud. Oh, nice, Arcadia. It's always good to get away. I, I haven't gamed at all this week. Um, after I uh, debuted the uh, VOD for Berserk, um, part of it was just, you know, mindset and everything like that. Because um, one of the things that I uh, I tend to do is I tend to overthink a lot of things. And although overthinking is good to an extent, it's also really bad. Also, guys, I got the music. Hopefully, it's not too overpowering. I just want to have some vibes back behind everything. Oh, it is a double-sided knife. Like, as I started seeing some of these videos that came out uh, after mine, I was so glad that I put mine in when I did because if I wouldn't have, I would have never have done it. And would have never put it in and never had anything to be proud of that I did it. So. But guys, tell me how you guys are doing. You dropped yours today at last minute. I have to look at it. I haven't seen it yet. Shoot me the uh, YouTube link.
I wonder if I need to put this light on. Nah, I really don't, but I will. There's a lot of people that did it last minute. And, and that's all good. I mean, it, it happens. Um, You know, like I said, I didn't have... I could have I hired someone. I didn't. Um, partially because I didn't have the extra cash. Um, but also editing something that I've always wanted to kind of learn. So... Why not? I got some, uh, I got a software called Blender. And, uh, hopefully I'll be able to, uh, learn that. Yep, exactly, Tempo, exactly. Like, when I, when I, um, I used, uh, Wondershare Filmora, Filmora for mine. I use Wondershare Filmora for mine. All right, what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, 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 yo. Hey, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know it is the return of me. I have been kind of absent for the past couple uh, episodes, and uh, like I was telling my chat, you know, and I told you guys, yep. I need to take care of my own stuff first uh, before I was able to jump back in and, and run with this wholeheartedly. Uh, I was going through some stuff, you know, and, and ultimately I got to take care of my home life uh, before I can, uh, you know, spend some time with you guys. But it's I'm glad to be back. Thank you to uh, Biohazard for stepping in. Yes. Uh, and she did an amazing job. I went back and watched some of those podcasts, so she did an amazing <laughs> job. Uh, and, and would love to always have her back on whenever she uh, she wants to hop back in. Yes, always. Always. So, so Spent, you've been here. What's been going on? What's with the podcast? What's what's new? Tell me what's going on. So you know we had um, Lenny on in and Arcadia on. That's very cool. And um, both of them did an amazing job. Uh, Lenny's was very, very, very heart wrenching, and uh, there was a lot of depth into it, and we didn't even get to it all and everything like that. So definitely going to want to try and get her back on. Um, but, uh, you know, bio stepped in, did a great job with us. Uh, devious and I were there the week before with, uh, Arcadia. Um, so, you know, had, we had a couple really, really awesome, awesome guests on, uh, with some really, really good stories, really heartfelt stories. Um, they've all been heartfelt that's been on here, but, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, especially, I mean, Lenny's was just, I mean, the amount of stuff that she went through and everything like that was what she was talking about. It was just insane. Um, but you know, it's good to have you back Chalupa. Appreciate the fact that you're uh, able to come back. And I know you were dealing with some stuff and, you know, like you said, you got to take care of you and home stuff and personal stuff like that, whatever it is that's going on. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the main thing, you know, everybody, we want you to know that, yes, our DMs are going to always be open, but we also have our own issues at times. But we're going to always be able to listen. Doesn't mean that we don't care if we don't respond right away or whatever, but we got to take care of us as well. Um, so that being said, remember, we are just friends talking about our mental health battles, the different things that we deal with. We're not doctors. We're not therapists. So we're not uh, able to truly, truly be the ones to help you out if you need 
the, that kind of help, we recommend that you definitely go see one. This is just to give you guys our take on what we've dealt with in hopes that maybe something we say could help you out. That is 100% the, that is 100% the, the case. Honestly, like, you know, we talk about that all the time. You know, we are just friends. We're just here hanging out, talking. Jumpy and DM me. some new person down here in the, in the jumpy dm me we got here. you i mean my right and the bottom right uh so who's that down there what, what what's going on he's always <laughs> muted he, he he unmutes when he, he's trying to be muted and he's not um, by the way anybody, by the way this is episode watch my stream this happens a lot be, be, just so everybody knows too this is episode number 15 so we're halfway through a year of these episodes just so everybody knows, That's great. because oh, yeah. because we do them every other week. Usually we try to do two a month. So, you know, that's that's going to be 26 uh, episodes a year. So we're at episode 15. And uh, Tizo, it's an honor to have you here. It's and, an uh, honor to be here. He, yes, he is definitely not <laughs> muted there. I had to double check no, that. Not. We're good. <laughs> I'll make sure to watch out for that. Nah, you're right, good. Tizo, you're good. Welcome to the Press Pause Podcast. We appreciate you having you being on here, taking your time. Um, of course, for so, sure, Jumpy. Like I, said, I mean, we I got quite a quite a list right now. I text you are pretty much on the daily, so <laughs> pretty much. I know who you are. But why don't you go ahead and tell everybody, introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, uh, you know, basically what got you into streaming, things like that. Cool. So, hi everybody. If you uh, don't know me already, my name is Tizo. I am 23, going on 13, just like I said before. Um, I'm from Canada, which is a little-known, well, actually well-known fact now. And uh, I'm just here to vibe, you know? You know what I'm saying? Chilipa knows. Hey, knows. And, and, and guess what, guys? He doesn't call them Rice crispy Treats. They're Rice crispy <laughs> Squares. This is going to be an argument all night. All night. Um, yeah, they're Girl. definitely squares. Definitely squares. Um, before we go any further, though, too, uh, just Tizo, just so you know, once this is out there in the internet and everything in the world, it's even if you delete the VOD, it's still there. It's public knowledge. It's public knowledge. Yeah. And before we go any further, want to make sure that you're cool with that, okay with that. Absolutely. No, like, it's funny. Every, I've heard you guys say that before in other podcasts. And uh, the thing is, the way exactly, that I jumpy. see it with, whenever it comes to streaming, anything that I'm saying online is something that I would be fine saying in front of anybody. I'm not here to put on a persona. I'm not trying to hide, you know, anything. It's like, But, yeah, I'm jumpy, we actually have, like, a... Say the rest of the year, mind, pretty much know? right now. Right. Uh, exactly. It's just a, a so like scheduled Tizo almost. And, uh, you guys like we have enough people for the end of the Travis. year. Tizo and Travis are the same person. It's just Tizo happens to stream. That's yeah. it. That's it. it. Like that's all that matters. Well, but, we uh, we do appreciate. Like I said, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, just like like I said, this is a press pause podcast. This is uh, a brainchild of myself, Devious, and Spent. Uh, ultimately, it developed because uh, Spent was doing his thing um, on Twitch, you know, just basically having like a mental health day where he'd talk with his community. I had an emotional anxiety attack and nervous breakdown pretty much. Um, and I just, you know, I put it out there on Twitter, was like, hey, what if we actually had an honest and open discussion about mental health? Because I think it needs to be less taboo. 
Um, and Spent and DV as well hit me up, and this is what the brainchild of, of us came up to be. And so that's what we're going to be here talking about. Oh, no, about Jumpy, you're you, good. We're going to be talking you're good. about what you go through. Your I'm just letting you know it know might be a bit. You're young, but I'll be honest with yeah. you. And this is kind of how we start everything out is describing like kind of what our, me, Devious, and Spent have gone through in the past. Um, before, you know, we get into your stuff so you feel a little bit more comfortable. But Absolutely. I mean, I had my first anxiety, my first major anxiety attack and uh, uh, depressive episode when I was 20 years old. So, I mean, you're 23, but yeah. like when I was 20, I mean, that's when I first attempted suicide. So, um, you know, and, and that, like that's kind of where I come from is like, and I'm diagnosed ADHD, okay, depression, yeah. no, anxiety. No, for sure. I mean, we generally disorder, go a couple hours, um, 8.30 to about 10.30. It, it works. Um, but ultimately, like I said, uh, that, that's kind of my story, you know, in, in a nutshell. So, and then Devious can uh, talk about his stuff. Yeah, I, Tizo, we've played together a little bit, but... Um, yeah. And a little bit more about myself i i deal with uh a little bit more depression and stuff like that um i have my days man like some days some days are better than others um Absolutely. and a lot of mine stemmed from like my early 20s um when i you know a little bit after college um i did firefighting school um okay. and, and, and we had a house fire um and my parents house burnt down and stuff like that i i lost you know everything i had and i had to rebuild from the ground up and then shortly after my brother passed away uh, in a motorcycle accident so like i basically had to rebuild my life uh, i i moved out of wisconsin with the two suitcases in my car and, and jumpy and i got Missouri you with some other family i added you and, to the list um, you know here i am rebuilding my life and and i still struggle day to day you know I'm a, I'm a terrible insomniac you know i have my days i get anxiety for pressing live when i go when i stream sometimes i dropped out of the berserk challenge because i i could i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and i i i i, I couldn't tell you why i just i i was i wasn't mentally there and I, I couldn't put out the content. I'll stay in touch with you, to. Jumpy. You know, so I, I deal with I deal with that stuff, and um, I'm not clinically diagnosed or anything like that. Um, and I have never uh, had you know attempted suicide or, but you know I have I have thought about it, man. You know, it's 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 been on my mind before. Um, yep. But that's kind of what I deal with. You know, I I, I I lock myself away some days and sleep my day away. You know, um, and it, it can really mess with uh, streaming, especially because I it it drives me yep. nuts, man. You know, so that's a, that's kind of me in a, in a nutshell as well. And spent. Tizo, so well, let's let's try and get a <laughs> long much. story short. Uh, teenage years, um, dad thought he was trying to teach me the right way, but he never really had a father that teach him the way to be a father. So it came, it was more of a this is it, it became more of a mental abuse, and it kind of played on me and everything like that. Did attempt suicide in my teenage years. Um. Never clinically diagnosed or anything like that, but I deal with depression quite often. Um, anxiety goes through the roof. I mean, shoot, if I wouldn't have done like Devia said, you know, I if if I would have waited to try and drop my berserk submission, I would have not done it because of the anxiety. I just dealt with the anxiety after the effect because I stepped out of my comfort zone. I mean, I, you're, you're ready before, and then once you see, start seeing stuff, that's when it's the what ifs that come in their head, and you're like, oh, you know. Yep, yep. So, you know, I deal with uh, the anxiety. I still get my depressed spells and everything like that. My goal right now is to try and limit them more than anything, Absolutely. you know, because if I can limit them, then I can eventually work on trying to, for the most part, eliminate them. Um, but it got to take it step by step to do it. Yep. And, uh, you know, I overthink when I start getting very anxious, I overthink mm -hmm. things. And the the things that I tend to overthink are usually completely wrong. Um, but 
that that's basically me in a nutshell is is just I dealt with uh, unintentional mental abuse and it led me down a depressed state and an anxious state because always trying to want to be accepted into groups and things like that and when I don't feel that acceptance at times it plays on me absolutely absolutely uh, well before I get into my stuff I just want to say first of all I love you all I'm glad that you're all still with us that is super important i love the podcast i love everything about it bringing this kind of yeah what's up guys so open and honest with the viewers and communities and everything i think is so important just being able to have that conversation being like here's my thing you tell me your thing let's work through it together sort of thing it's amazing we thank, we thank you for joining us man we no, do i no, it's an honor for me so we really do no no yes um, we thank you we thank you very very much no, thank you for having me all three of you um but yeah so you know i don't know how how far back like where do you want well to well start? first first let's do this you know um you've already introduced yourself self um let's talk about how long you've been streaming uh, are you a full-time streamer do you do something else uh we all know your game of choice is warzone <laughs> hack a zone um what uh, what what your ultimate me. goal for streaming is and how you got into it sure so uh you know i first started streaming i think so i don't know actually how to check this but i think yeah I'm i got you jumpy on my one year or i've already passed it i actually have no idea because whenever i go and look back in my vods it just says 11 months ago and i'm like oh i need a date so i've been streaming for about a year uh when i first started it was you check your page date thing. i don't know how to do that so i <laughs> will yo okay what's up maybe um but yeah so about a year now when i first started i was doing full-time uh i wasn't working at the time and we'll get into that after but uh now as of about three months ago i started working a full-time job which has definitely limited uh the what's going on navy how are you sure uh i can only get about three hours in four or five days a week so it's limited but it doesn't change my my passion for it and how it makes me feel so like the main reason for me getting into streaming was um whenever whenever i was going through anything at all like if you know i was having a bad day or i was having a bad month sort of thing the first thing that i would turn to would be content creation so not for me necessarily but watching youtube videos watching my favorite creators watching you know streams anything it helped take my mind off of it. I also just hey, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Welcome to the Press Pause Podcast. I, this I is uh, one and I think I played like uh, just Pyro on it. Talking some when mental I was, health. Um, like the guy talking right now is Tizo. Yeah. He is our um, guest on the podcast so, yeah, tonight. You know, the obviously, and I think you know it's different for everyone. But the the main goal would obviously to be doing this full time and being able to make something out of it, um, and just you know. All that kind of stuff, right? The dream, baby. That's the dream. Like I think. <laughs> yeah, if, it's if it's something this, we've been doing. Um, kind of at some point you want to be. We able started to go October 18th it, right? last year. Especially if it's your passion and all that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like and, and, so I know you and I have talked about that lots. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's like that's a major thing. Like that's a major thing with like a lot of people is obviously you know uh, is is. The stress of going full time, right? Like, there's mm -hmm. even that stress, those anxieties. Like, this, I wish that I didn't go full time when I did. I wish I was still part time. Like, 
and, that, and that's coming from a full-time content creator. Like that. That's yep. and, like, so it's like as much as it's a dream, the work to get there. I mean, is just such a strain on everything. Um, and and but yeah, Navy. We've been doing it for a bit. You started the new job, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, the the new job's going well. I'm guessing, right? It is. Yeah, thing. it's going awesome, honestly. Well, like, how has that new job, everything like that, how has that like affected? I guess your stream affected you. I mean, nice, Navy. Added more stress. Nice. Like, what what's been going on? Oh, you you would not believe. So, the, uh, what what all have you bought so far? Anxiety of first starting obviously was insane um it like that first week where it was like okay i don't want to stop streaming i need to make time for work i need to make time for myself i need to make time for the girlfriend and i need to make time for streaming and trying to do that was uh, the, the first week was probably the hardest um obviously it's been three months now it's balanced out a bit but uh, even even now, it's still like it, it can be a struggle to be like, oh, my God, I have so much stuff that I need to catch up on from this week or the last month even. And I'm like, I haven't done this yet because I I go to work at about I have to start work at 830 and it's a 45, 40 minute drive from my house. I drive home. I get home at 530 and I'm streaming at six. I do three hours. I'm off it and I'm in bed at like 10 o'clock. And so that leaves me one hour to now like hang out with Brit. We just got a puppy, so we have to do puppy duty and anything else, you know, real life orientated that I have to get done is all within that little window. And I, it, it's very stressful at times. But Brett's on the dog, by the way, adorable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Yo, Josh, little, what's up, buddy? A little Power head, supply, but, motherboard uh, process. Nice, that's a good start. Awesome. But yeah, no, just finding that balance is it's so tough. But graphics card is going to be the hardest thing to, to buy. Anybody, and I'm sure you guys know with Chalupa, especially um, being, you know, working. Josh, how you doing, full brother? Time hours and then streaming full time hours. The, finding that balance is so hard, but it's so important because you as much as you want to put so much time into streaming. Yeah, they're, they're, the prices are is, jacked like, up real high. And for sure. For sure. Yeah, and actually, before you guys hopped on, me and Spent were, like, talking about that and everything. You know, we basically, <laughs> yeah, me and Spent sometimes get on and just, like, talk, you know, for a, for a, brief, for a brief few minutes before everyone hops in and stuff. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Ultimately, we, we were just talking about it, and I said, listen, like, I had to take care of me and mine. Um, I had to take, uh, you know, a couple of weeks away from the podcast because ultimately... Uh, it is a little bit emotionally uh, draining, you know, because like yep. we are a support system. That's yeah. what we, uh, as a podcast, we try to do. Um, but also, it's like if I if I don't have the emotional capacity to handle like my own stuff, and I don't have an excess of it, I can't sit there and also take on somebody else's. Uh, I am a bit of an empath, with, you know, ultimately to to the extent that. Uh, if you have extreme emotions, like fuck, I'm right there with you. Like I'm, I'm yeah. up there. You know, if we're if we're hype as hell, like I'm gonna be hype as hell with you. But if we're <laughs> in the dumps, like Josh, I, that's I, funny. I feel that. I mean, even my parents recently talked about. Uh, you know, they got they're setting up their medical power of attorneys, right? And my parents like were like, hey, you know, as well, you know, like we're not putting that on you. And they were just like, we, you know, we're gonna we're gonna give it to your brother, who's like a little like like he thinks about things differently. He's like, we just don't want you to bear that burden, like have to make those hard choices or anything like that. 
And so it was like just coming back to like my recent weeks. It was just like I was. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard different stories with that. Take care of, yeah, make sure the my wife shots. was happy ultimately because um, mm -hmm. without that support, you know, you guys can all go pound salt. I'm sorry. Yep. If she's not happy, then uh, you know, I, there's uh, I'm not gonna be happy. So, yeah. um, but ultimately, I need to just take care of my, my my home life, take care of my own my own mental. I've been going through a bunch of shit lately uh, with work and everything, and then but coming back. But yeah, I mean, you need to take care of your home life and take care of yourself. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. Yep. Like one hundred percent. Like oh, not yeah. not everything I, needs to be about everyone else. Right. Because, it's like it's like we talked about even with you know this the the social media too when we were talking beforehand. You know, I try I try to take a day where I'm basically off social media because you need that mental break. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you got to take time for yourself. Um, so, social media can be so draining. Like, it, it can be so toxic draining. and everything, too. Yep. You know, yep. and, and uh, you know, the other thing is, and Chalupa mentioned it to me, he's like, listen, your friends are going to know that you care for them. You don't have to always be in their streams. He's like, yep. I know that. If you're not there, if that you don't, it's not that you don't support me. You're just busy. You're doing whatever you need to do and handle, you know, and I'm one of those type of people. You'll see me post it. Yo, I can't hang out on your streams this week or today because I'm at work or whatever it may be. You know, I apologize ahead of time. I, yeah. You know, and, and, and I legitimately don't hang out, but at the same time, I feel bad about it too because yeah. of just who I am. I I'm the same way ever since starting obviously with the work and like I was just saying trying to find that balance and everything one of the things that I'm lacking in is being able to jump into the homie streams and everything and Josh that, to keep me informed on how you feel because, you know I have all these going amazing forward. people who show up for every single stream you know whether they just drop a like or they stay in chat the whole time and I can't do the same for them and that's where my anxiety comes in that you know they're gonna be like well, he's not supporting me. He must like hate me or he must not appreciate that I support him. And it's like, that is the last thing that I want anybody to think. And I constantly have that battle of like in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't, you know, I haven't been in this person's stream in two yep. weeks. They're going to be so mad at me. Like, that's probably why they don't want to play with me anymore. Or like they haven't reached out or whatever. Right. It, yeah. Like spent, I'm not supporting me and you are like, yeah, I'm the same as you, buddy. But, uh, it's just like that's that's probably one of the biggest struggles i've had like since starting work and trying to do everything in a day it's like and the thing is too you know some people when they're at work have the ability to sit down and you know go on their phone for five minutes and be like hey how you doing i drive all day for work like i'm in a car i can't be on my phone i'm not trying to like as much as i want to support the homies i'm not trying to get in a car accident get a ticket or kill someone right and that, that's like i was explaining you know when when I go into the office, that's how it is. You know, I, I got to use my phone to get into people's stream, but I'm taking phone calls on it still. So it's like yeah. in and out, in and out. And at that point in time, you might as well not even really be in at times. I'll jump in when I can. But when I'm at home and I'm working basically in front of my computer setup that I have for streaming, I've got the three monitors. I don't have my work yeah. uh, network that I'm going across. So I can throw up everybody's streams that i want to be exactly. on and just leave them up there yeah. yeah exactly no and that's that's huge and obviously with the pandemic and everything and a lot of people working from home and all that it kind of opened up that avenue for some people but it like obviously it didn't open for everybody right
it's well, it's that's, that's uh, the biggest battle let's let, let's kind of circle a little bit back uh tizo talk about kind of like you know obviously like that this is a mental health podcast or, you know mental yeah. awareness podcast mm-hmm. so like what sort of things do you uh do do you deal with uh, on a deal daily monthly you know yearly basis and, and when did you really start feeling you know feeling this way so so the big one that i've always always dealt with since i can remember has been i have really bad and some people will find this silly but i have a really bad social anxiety when i'm in groups with people i don't know give me you know a couple days a couple times that i've seen someone or talked to someone the anxiety goes away but that first instance and this is i think a lot of people struggle with this but um i to what severity i don't know but mine is like to the point where there's been more times than i can count that i would not go out like i would shut myself in for weeks because i'm like oh my friends you know my group of friends that i've known since the beginning of my life brought in this one new person and i'm like nope i can't be around this person um it was so bad as a kid to it it was more one-on-one interactions when i was younger and i wouldn't even go to like uh like we had a corner store like a convenience store down the street and my mom would be like here's you know 20 bucks go get milk bread and get yourself a treat couldn't do it could not do it because i couldn't talk to the cashier and if someone asked me anything i just started freaking out and that was where like the, the anxiety was really bad throughout the whole childhood and everything and then you know i i don't talk about this a lot but obviously i've gone through a little bit of a rough patch in the last couple years um and it's just the the increasing anxiety and everything has been super super heightened uh everything and you know i'm have this constant fear of losing people um because i've gone through this a couple times and it's that's i think is what i struggle with the most obviously there's um there's depression when it comes to i can relate to that a lot i can relate to that a lot after losing my brother i can relate i just feel like everybody i'm gonna lose everybody and my mom's the same way she feels like she's gonna lose me all the time you know so it's it's just a constant battle yeah absolutely i went through so uh in in the span of five years i lost uh a stepmom grandma um a a great uncle and i lost my dad last year um which i've opened that up i've told everybody about that sort of thing but it's not something i talk about a lot but though though that patch of those four or five years Mm. was so instrumental in in shaping me and it's had it's good and it's had its very bad moments obviously um like the the stress and anxiety and everything like i don't necessarily know how to deal with it yet uh like you guys have said then i i'm young i a lot of people my age don't know any of this and that's one thing that i really love and it's it's like a a blessing in disguise if you want to call it that sort of is that you know i've gone through all this and now i can share that and it's like you know what it doesn't matter if you are 20 years old or you're 40 years old losing a parent losing family at any time is so tough and like i feel for everybody who has your experience and how you deal with it matters because it could help somebody yeah exactly and uh, it's it's helped me a lot with you know knowing that i have the ability to help people when i can and you know if someone has gone through this and they need it they can help 
but uh yeah like the the stress over the last year has been really really bad because so i lost my dad in january of 2020 um i in in an instant i became a homeowner with debt i became uh a sole dependent like i did not have anybody to lean back on and it was all this in just like boom 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 just like that and it was kind of like when you learn to swim and you just get thrown in the deep end um it it has been crazy it has shaped me it has made me better it has made me worse it has been a year that is for sure and uh, i started streaming right after that because i wanted to you know share that that not story necessarily but share the feeling that join like come hang out talk about anything you need right like because that's what i needed a, a getaway per se exactly an escape exactly I mean, and, and I think it's I think it's fantastic. Obviously, having you on here, having someone who has lost like a parent, uh, I mean, that's that's a huge thing, right? And it's oh, yeah. difficult to talk about, obviously. Um, and just to kind of reiterate, we're only gonna get as real, as deep, as into these things as you want to. You know, you're gonna control yep. these conversations. Yeah, so, like, if, if I don't want to overstep any boundaries or anything like that, if you don't want to talk about something, you can say we don't want to talk about it. But this is a safe space um Absolutely. you know free of toxicity free of judgment or anything like that but like the fact that like you're able to bring that sort of like listen like uh i think fear of losing a parent is is pretty prominent in, in a lot of people i mean i don't know what i would do like my parents are probably one of my biggest like support systems right like i don't know what i would do and how i would handle it really like when if i think about even like my parents passing away so it's like and i know devious like like i said devious it's probably the best to talk about the subject and discuss the subject with you because that's like exactly where devious comes from. That's his background. So mm -hmm. like just ultimately losing your parent, uh, you know, losing your dad, like what did that mean for you and how did that kind of change who you are as a person? And like, definitely, hit, definitely hit me for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, that honestly, that, I, I get this a lot and this isn't a brag or anything by any means but i get a lot of the time when i first meet someone when i meet someone older um i usually get the wow you're so mature for your age and it was that like you know my dad was in the hospital for six months before he passed and it was you know that was my learning stage of like hey you're on your own hey you got to learn to cook for yourself hey you got to like take care of the house you got to clean up you got to do it's simple tasks but when you go from having someone to instantly not it's it's a whirlwind right and it uh you know that those six months it it just i had to mature so much and it's stressful when you have to do that but at the same time i think it's bettered me i you know i think it helped me with uh forming relationships and bonds and everything you know with everybody and all that but I can't lie, like, it, it's hard, obviously, right? And Devious, you know, like, you were saying you lost your brother, and I'm sure, you know, obviously losing a sibling and losing a parent is different from both sides. It, it is, but my brother, my brother is eight, eight years older than me, you know, he'd have been, he'd have been, he'd have been 42, you know, 43. Yeah. He's, even though he, he, he ran, he might have lived a little terribly, but he's still, a, he was still a role model to me, you know? He still lived with strength and, and dignity and, and everything yeah. he did, he was happy and he, he spread that happiness, you know, that's all. So, yeah, that's that. And you know, that's, I mean, what more can you ask for? Right. 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 Um, but yeah, no, it was just, you know, growing up, uh, my dad was a great, Maybe dad I appreciate you hanging at out times. 
and he wasn't a great dad at times. You know, you have rocky up and downs and all that. Um, um, you know that we had our issues, and then once I started getting my teenage years, it gets worse because I start becoming, you know, an ass, and I stop listening and whatever, right? But uh, Tizo you know, knows best. Basically, right? Like <laughs> any teenager thinks that you're like, well, what do you know, old man, sort of thing? But um, another thing, like I, I gotta say, another really again a blessing in disguise moment from with my dad being sick is i him and i got a lot closer over the six months uh that he was in hospital and i learned stuff that i never knew about him he yes they are told me a bunch of stuff Josh, that I they never knew definitely are it, it was really helpful in the sense of like humanizing him it wasn't like this is my dad he's an immortal sort of thing if that makes sense i don't know how you guys feel in that sense but like i was always like you know my parents are invincible they are going to be here forever and it was just like a reality check basically right but not uh not the reality check you want to go through for sure no oh really. yeah and, and let me ask you this, definitely like, again I, I haven't dealt with that sort of loss but like when you were going through, especially like in Canada, right? Like Canada has got a, a different like healthcare system as well. Like did they, you were young. Uh, I mean, what, 21 when you passed? I know what happened. 21, 22. 21 going on 22? Because I think it was like. 21 right? going on 22, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so ultimately, like, did they, like, did the doctors discuss with you, like, going to, like, go seek therapy, go counseling or anything like that? Or did you seek it out at all? Or were you just like, you know, you got to. Do what most men do, right? Is yeah. and most people do is take it, bottle it up, and just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna power through it." I mean, ultimately, how did you kind of deal with that that sort of loss? So, so I will say, like one thing that uh, you know, Canada, obviously, we're we have a good healthcare system and all that. It's you know, I didn't have any crazy medical bills from six months. There was no medical bills when it came to that. The only medical bill I got was an eighty dollar ambulance ride. That was it. And so I'm very thankful in that case, but. The, the support, I would say, when it comes to uh, family loss and all that is where we suffer. Water, um, but this is more recent, but they actually just built a mental health wing at our local hospital. That's where my dad was. It's a whole mental health, depression, and sobriety wing and everything. So it was really nice seeing that. But the support when he passed, it was like, I got a phone call at 1030 at night from his nurse saying, hey, is this Travis? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, sorry, your dad passed. You can come get his stuff tomorrow. And it was like, how, how, what, why, where, when, all this, right? And it took right. me a week to get answers from his doctor about like, you know, what actually happened at the end. And it was, yeah, that was, that was tough for That's sure. 21 um, year old. I mean, like, yeah, I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. Um, but no, I did definitely did the typical male thing and never went to counseling, which I will admit, I definitely regret looking back at it now. I don't think I would still be in it because I think I'm in a better place now and I got to that, but I think I could have got there a lot faster. Well, I, think... I lost my mind when my brother passed. Yeah. Like it... I packed my stuff and left. Like <laughs> yeah. I, my, my mom and my mom and my sister, they just left like. I didn't know what to do, you know? So yeah. I can't imagine, yeah. man. No, I, I shut down for a little bit. Uh, 
but at the same time i was going through all this like i now owned a house i now had to figure out how i'm gonna pay you know this and that i had to figure out insurances and stuff like that mm -hmm. so i didn't have in the first five six months i didn't actually have any time to grieve and then once we got everything settled that's when it like hit me that's when it became real because i stopped hyper focusing on all of that and it was like it, it was literally like holy shit my dad's dead and that's blunt that's that's the hard thing to say but it's true it hit me like a brick it like it was just like wow mm-hmm and i like i said i wish i had seeked out some therapy i wish like anything i had done anything like that i'm very lucky in the sense that i have an amazing girlfriend who is a great support system she helps me as much as she can and she knows when i need to be left alone as well and when i'm just in a shutdown mode but uh no i definitely i will say to anybody watching and yeah, welcome back anything, tempo whether you're male female or whatever it may be sort of thing. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to anybody that you think will be able to help. Or, you know, if you need to seek out professional help, Chalupa, you know, like you've done it. It's, it's, I've gone to a therapist once and it was amazing. And I, like I said, I wish I followed up with it, but I didn't. And well, I, I definitely have regrets. I mean, you know, to follow up on that, I, it wasn't a family member or anything like that, but it was actually probably one of my best friends. Um, I still, to this day, don't really talk about it a lot, but uh, one of my best friends was actually moving from uh, Indiana up here to Michigan. Um, yep. He was getting ready to uh, get engaged. Uh, so he's moving up here to be with her and be with her family and everything like that. And in the process of moving in the middle of winter, this was probably 20, 21 years ago now, they were on a trip down to pick up some more stuff. They hit a patch of black ice, spun out of control, smacked a tree. He died instantly. She passed away uh, as when the ambulance got there. Her sister ended up being in like, a ha like one of those halo type things. Yeah. And his brother, who was driving at the time, uh, walked away unscathed. And... Um, because where he was moving to, because I'm religious and everything like that, and he was moving up here, we were, we all went to the same church and everything. Yep. And because everybody was so close to the, the soon-to-be fiancé and everything like that, I'm like, okay, I need to take care of it, you know, make sure they're doing all right, make sure. And I never really gave myself the chance to grieve. It was probably not till a year, year and a half later where yep. I'm like, Oh my gosh. He's gone. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, everyone's going to deal with loss differently. I mean, ultimately, I, I will say, uh, bottling it up is not great. You know, not acknowledging those mm -hmm. things is not not a great way to do it. Um, that's right. ultimately what led to me. You know, I, I know I can kind of a catalyst, you know, losing my coach, who was a mentor to me is when I was 18. Uh, the the, the night, one, night before his wedding led to a whole lot of my, my mental health issues. Like, it was mm -hmm. kind of the breaking point. And I didn't realize it at the time, right? I'm 18, I'm happy-go-lucky, whatever, you know, but it's like bottling it up is, is, is not always the best way. I mean, some people, you know, <laughs> if you're Irish, like some of my, people in my family are, they bottle it up forever and never, and never talk about it. But, like, mm -hmm. that's kind of what we do here, right, is that we exactly. want to, 
make sure that people know that it's okay to talk about these. Yep. It's also okay. Like, I I know people who have lost people and they like they get incredibly angry and they get distant and stuff like that. But like everyone just needs to know. I mean, even like Devious talked about, it, he just packed up and left. And it's like as much as like if if I knew Devious back then and we were friends and he just packed up and left, I'd be kind of hurt. But at the same time, like you got to realize when people go through these types of things that like uh, that's how they deal with it. And eventually, though, you know, it, it, as they progress in their ability. The reason to kinda... the, the reason I kind of did that, I think, was because I felt I, I lost my brother so soon. I have family elsewhere. I need to go spend time with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I had to, I had to make sure that I was in their life for a bit. I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm honestly ready to go back home. But like, yeah. you know, I, I've been here six, seven years, and I'm, I, I spent a lot of great time with my cousins and my aunt and that side of the family. And that's the reason I left, though, is because I, I felt like I was gonna miss out. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And like, and that's the thing is like, we don't know why people do the things that they do when right. they're going through these nope. issues, right? right. And you just gotta be accepting of how individual people deal with it, like. Even if, like, like I said, Tiza, like, you know, he kind of dealt with it and then, you know, bottled it up and just kind of, you know, it yeah. got to a healthy place now. But it's like, I wouldn't be sitting there being like, you need to go to therapy. You need to go to, like, you, yeah. you, right. you to deal with things differently. But it's right. about, like, being a, having the support system, knowing that, like, they need the time to process. They need the time to get through whatever mentally, you know, mentally things that are going on that they need to get through. And then, like, once they're ready to talk to you, once they're ready to kind of get back into it, then you can, like, you know, go in to get, give advice and stuff like that. Like, I always think, like, that's probably the biggest problem that a lot of people do is they try to fix you or fix your problems or give you advice right away. And it's like, let you let me, like, get to that point where you're willing to take yeah. advice before yeah. you start giving it or before you start judging people on how they react to things, so... I am 100% guilty of exactly that. And uh, this is, you know, this kind of leads into everything that happened in the last year. But um, so what kind of led into, you know, my dad and everything was in 2018, uh, we lost my stepmom. And that, like, that was basically what everything I went through is what my dad went through times 10. Because that, you know, that was his, like, the love of his life. She wasn't my mom, but she was the love of his life, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, my, my, my dad enjoyed the occasional drink, and then it became not occasional. And that's, you know, ultimately what led or uh, ended up putting him in the hospital, right? And I always sit back and I, I make, I'm so mad at myself for it, but I, I struggled really hard with understanding how he dealt with all of it. And I was honestly i was being selfish and i was like i just i like i want my dad back i want my dad back you are not the same person like you snap out of it basically and i was like like what do you need i'll take you to therapy like i was trying to force all this stuff on him and it it like i sit back now and i think about if someone had done that to me it would have pushed me over the breaking point and yeah. you know i'm not i wasn't super like i wasn't bad about it i wasn't super on him or anything but i feel like it was enough that it probably caused frustration and probably made it a bit worse at times for him right and so that's something i've tried to be very aware of since then is like everybody deals with it differently and you know yeah. is if they're not hurting themselves then let them try and they will approach you when they need the help obviously if they're if they're hurting themselves and stuff like that there may be a time to step in and intervene but you kind of got to know that time right so sure 
and and so kind of go i guess uh you know talk about i took some notes obviously that's kind of what i always do (laughs) the lawyer things and i want to make sure that we kind of touch on these because you brought up some good things right like you you know we talk about the loss of your stepmom your grandma your dad and that all happening at once i mean that's obviously going to be overwhelming but then you also talked which which led to some other issues like it led to you know increasing also anxiety guys and stuff uh, like that. i'm going to type i want to talk about one specific anxiety you know more. you talk about uh, your social just because anxiety, we're here to hear the podcast dealt with uh, i think for the most part i have i'm a firm believer that us as streamers as content creators we probably all have very similar mindsets <sighs> mindset so. to an extent and so like your issues your, the things that you deal with probably a lot of us have that same sort of social anxiety so like they have those same yep. similar or you know anxieties things yep. like that but you talked about your social anxiety and, and i want to ask you this specifically so social anxiety do you get that do you feel that in as, as a content creator as a streamer when it comes to like it's you're not really in a social situation it's not like you're outside doing it but you're in a social situation where you're like you're basically trying to reach out to people network um you know i mean i always kind of feel twitter is just like a big cafeteria right like yeah, that's a high school cafeteria yeah so like a legit does, high school how, too right yeah <laughs> you, you're hitting a question that i had in my mind too here at chalupa <laughs> but that's what i relate you know basically twitter and stuff too yeah. and so let me ask you how does that how do you like uh i guess take that social anxiety and, and deal with that when it comes to networking and twitter and reaching yep. out and stuff like that i'll be honest that's that's one thing i'm still like struggling with to this day i actually had a little bit of a anxiety attack yesterday um because i realized that you know i haven't made plans for this week and i i was like oh my god i need to like i need to reach out to people oh my god i can't like like chilipa you know we play all the time i i'm fine with texting you but like there's amazing creators that i would love to co-stream with i'd love to work with i'd love to just vibe out but uh i i just can't bring myself to send that message because it's 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 almost a fear of rejection more than a a social anxiety when it comes to that but um the the anxiety just builds and builds and builds and then i psych myself out i shut down and then you know chalupa i love you i love all of you but like i can't play the same squad every single night i'd love to vary i'd love to you know broaden the friend group and everything right it's just i can't bring myself to do it you know i constantly feel like i am a pest i feel like i am bothering people if i reach out to them a the the i'm okay with a no but the the thing that really spikes my anxiety is sending a message and not getting one back it's like please just tell me no because i'm going to be anxious and think that either you know it's like just just say no at least then i can or you know i mean if you want to say no and give me a reason that would be great too because then my overthinking won't be like oh they hate me it like just be like oh i can't make it that day that would be great but i'm the same uh, way i feel that yep. yeah I feel like they don't like you or something that's all yeah and you know i i constantly there's it's been so many times i'm just scrolling through twitter and i'm like oh my god i can't like i wish i could play with this person and i'll go to reply to a tweet and then i'm like no like that's stupid that's like that you know that reply is so stupid don't say that they're it's gonna make you hit them hate you more even if you know i've maybe interacted with them before i had good interactions but it's like i'm like no like they're gonna hate me for this 
And then it's just like I psych myself out constantly. And, you know, I, I have a small group of friends that I play with all the time. Um, I love all of them immensely. I'm so glad that I got over that hurdle and connected with these people. But it was a challenge and a half doing that. I, I struggle so much thinking of even just now I'm like sweating a little bit thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do this again. And it's like stressing me out. I feel I feel oh. that I feel that um, I know devious. You talk about that often. That same thing, you know, sending a yeah. message and not hearing back. No, I, I've I've actually changed a lot though. Like um, me not getting a response, I don't think too much into it anymore. I really don't. Like I I just kind of let it go by, and people are busy. Um, and 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 uh, maybe I'll come back around and we'll meet back up another time or something. You know, I don't I don't think too much into it because I mm-hmm. now know how tough it is. It's just uh, gorgeous, Mindy. What's up, friend? And and those those regular people you play with because you know when they play and you, it, it's just easy. It's easy to play with them. Yeah. You know. Um. And and, and obviously they're friends, but um. But I I feel the same way. I, I would love to reach out and play with other people, and I get the same feeling. But uh, I I just try not to think so much because I get anxious too. I just try not to think so much um, into the to, if I don't get an answer. That's all. Yeah. Oh, another I, thing that no, go ahead, Spent. I I had you know you were talking about the Twitter and the type of comments that you you know you had type out ready to yeah. hit send on it and on a, and try to find and lurk and get at game with someone that you want to get games with. You know, yeah. I actually did that a while ago. You know, I've done it. I've had hits. I've had misses. Uh, mostly mm-hmm. misses, but. Um, you know, I did it once on uh, actually Lady Geeks uh, right. tweet. Uh, it was one of her last Saturdays that she played. I'm like, I'm actually home. You know, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just, I'll just throw out there something. And I mean, I ended up actually that ended up working out in my f- favor as far as you know, games with her. I, I have become actually good friends with her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I met her down in Dallas and everything like that. Yeah. But uh, you know. I I feel that you know you know you, you you have like a message typed out and then you're like cancel then you go back to it and you see if people have messaged or anything on that on that or not and and you type out another message and then you cancel again I've been yeah. there yeah or like even like you'll you know you'll you'll be like oh you know this would be really funny to say and maybe it'll put me on their radar a little bit maybe they'll be like oh yeah he's yeah funny. gamer we we, we need to get games you and, and me like, nope that's stupid delete it. I'll it's go been back, a minute. Like three minutes later, I'm like, oh, I should. You know, I, I, I need that tempo carry. Do it. And then I see someone's already said something along the lines of it. I'm like, well, now I just look like a copycat. So now I definitely can't. And uh, when it comes to the the social anxiety with the social media and everything too, is uh, I don't know if you guys have this feeling, but I am like to the point where if I see my my regular people that I play with all the time playing with the other regular people that I play with and I see that, but then I was like, Oh my God, they didn't like ask me to play or like they filled up a squad and didn't ask me. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) they don't like me anymore. Like I'm, Oh my God. What did I do wrong? The outsider. Like I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw one of the homies not under the bus, but like, I'm just going to, this is just a good example of like what my head, my, my process was when, or my headspace was when this happened. But Mern recently, who I play with all the time and we had like a consistent schedule built up and everything, he switched his schedule and we haven't played in like two weeks. And then I see him, you know, I'll see him playing in like a day where I'm like, Oh, I could have got in there. And I just like start overthinking and I'm like, Oh my God. 
God, like I should have just asked. I should have just said something. And I'm like, no, because then I'm bugging him. And I'm, then it's like, well, he didn't ask me. So I shouldn't reach out. And I just go through that like constant overthinking. Yeah, cycle, for sure, man. For sure. And then like I talk to Mern and he's like, yo, what's up? I we'll miss we'll you. talk. Like, oh, shit. I've, I've been kind of moving. I've been kind of moving away from That's the fun. BRs, but I do like, well, like a good I, I'll, apex I'll every now and then. You know, when it comes to like social media anxiety or like, you know, and the fear of like overthinking rejection and all that, mm -hmm. I think that's like, it it's so similar to like how I feel like, and I think like a lot of people who have to deal with social anxiety in like real life, right? But it it is yeah. a little different, right? It is completely a little different, uh, in in the in the fact that it's like you're not really like in a crowd. Like I get anxiety like when I'm in a bunch mm -hmm. of crowded people and I'm like I don't know yeah. you. I don't know if they're gonna like me, especially because they're gonna meet me in like real person. Like yeah. I can't make that rough draft tweet. And then, like, be like, yeah. you? Like, let me edit it. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you can't screenshot out. it and send yeah. it to a friend and be like, hey, is this funny? Should I tweet it? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. You can't be like, hey, let's have a conversation. And then be like, middle of the conversation, be like, hey, forget everything. Uh, let's start back. Right. And so, like, that's kind of like when, when social anxiety happens, like with me, like, that's my biggest fear is like, obviously, like that. But, like, with Twitter, with, social media and streaming and stuff like that i feel like it's completely different because like obviously like you know you want to you want to be able to like hit up people and then respond but it's like you've got to like also kind of figure even though it messes with your mental you got to figure well they might have just been busy they might have mm -hmm. just lost yeah. you right like, i mean yeah. like i sent somebody sent me a message it was like hey can you look at this for me and I was like, I didn't see that message until one o'clock in the morning when I'm getting done with stream, right? Yeah. And then they're like, then like, I message them back, and then they don't message me back, and I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, did did like I miss an opportunity, yeah. like you know, to, to help them with something? And then it's like, oh no, I, you might have messaged me back. I just I I'm getting inundated with like other messages and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's like so difficult to get that like through your mind when yep. you're like when you're so afraid like of rejection of all these yeah. things and it's like i feel like you just have to be rejected enough for you to be like jaded to it to an extent pretty much yeah like, it's, it it's happens, bad that it has to get to that point but it's it's true also i but need to clarify like, i need to clarify one thing that was not a shot at Mern by any means he did not switch <laughs> his schedule not to play with me he was switching his schedule for the better of his content uh, uh he couldn't do the late night war zone i just need to clarify that because uh -huh. he's like he kind of missed like contact uh -huh. it wasn't well, I mean, it might have been. Okay, but. okay, the troll in me is about to come out in that. Just kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I just want no, to same thing happened with me, right? Like, I, I had to switch my and like, because, like, as much as, like, I'm taking more days off to, like, hang out with my wife. And, like, yeah, yeah our Tuesdays, like, Mern was like, hey, I'm not going to play on Tuesdays anymore. And I was like, all right, well, then this is, like, a great opportunity for me to also, like, yeah. go back to something that I had scheduled with my wife before streaming or even during the stream was, like, Taco Tuesdays. Like, we would normally yeah. go out or play volleyball and I'd go to our volleyball games. And it's like, yeah. But even now, like, things come up where people are like, hey, you want to play on Tuesday? And I'm like, babe, <laughs> is it okay? Like, I yeah. know we have this. Like, I'll take Wednesday off or I'll take Thursday I still haven't off. played games with Tio, like, Tizo. Yeah, just that, that whole mindset of even just, like, you only get, like, one shot in this industry. Yeah. And if you fuck that shot up, like, it, it can really, like, screw with you. But, like, I just wish, like, a lot of more a lot of people would understand that it's very difficult to screw up your shot like it, it really is and it's just like you, you kind of got to just keep taking your shots keep doing it and because mm -hmm. and, i think we had carrie on here right like she talked about like the biggest way to get over like anxieties and stuff like that even social anxiety she's like if i have somebody who has a social anxiety guess what i tell them to do 
out and be social. And it's like, as difficult yeah. as that is, it's like, but you got to keep doing it. You got to keep, if you're afraid to get rejected, if you're afraid to take these shots, you just got to keep taking these yep. shots, though. It's like breaking a bad habit. You yep. are not going to break it if you don't try. And, uh, you know, one thing that I've definitely struggled with is, uh, and I wish I'd, I've gotten advice from a few people about this. And it's like, don't, don't be afraid of the rejection and don't like, don't like always take your shot. Cause you know, the worst thing is they can say is no. And you know, maybe they give you a reason, maybe they don't, but I just like the, I can't get that out of my head it's like the overthinking that's like the biggest struggle there and you know i don't want to feel like i'm bugging people and all this right so it's definitely one piece of advice i wish i would listen to and for anybody watching who is getting into streaming and looking into networking take the advice don't yep. be afraid shoot your shot but also just like you know it, there might be times where you shoot a shot and it's like it doesn't necessarily make sense to shoot if that makes any sense i don't know like if you just message someone you're like hey let's stream and they've never heard from you you've never interacted with them they're probably gonna say no yep and that's like some you people know, want to see your content and see if they'll vibe with exactly. you or or you know something of that nature i so. i actually i had exactly that and i'm not gonna put any names out or anything because i'm gonna keep that private but i had that and it was like i messaged you know this streamer and said Hey, I would love to run games. You know, I've watched you a lot. I love your content. You are cracked. You're insane. I would love to learn from you and blah, blah, blah. And this streamer was like, hey, I'm, you know, are you live yep, right now? I'd exactly. Love to check out your content. And I was like, I'm not right now. Here's my link. Um, I'll message you when I'm live. And I sent the message. I was live. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if they ended up coming. But, you know, I never got an answer back. And that, like... I think oh, it's it's kind of actually just thinking about it, I think that's the last person I reached out to like really reached out to that I had never talked to before and I was like oh my god and it's just like that rejection hurt but it shouldn't because you know maybe they never stopped by maybe they got flooded with DMs and never saw it or maybe they didn't they just didn't think we could vibe which is completely fine not everybody is gonna vibe nope exactly as simple as that. It, you know Tempo has actually got a really good uh, thing that he uh, stated in here, you know, I was talking to earlier before um, we actually got into the podcast and everything and was mm -hmm. talking about how my anxiety over this week and everything led to my overthinking a lot of things. And uh, overthinking is a double-edged knife yes. because, yes, it can be good to an extent because you want to make sure things are, you know, in order and perfect. But at the same time, you overthink the wrong things. It yep. can hurt you and mentally and start putting you down a path you don't want to go um you know so for me and and to go to the twitter uh and the social you know platform with the anxiety for me it's it kind of depends on the day honestly you know some days i'm just in that mood where it's like okay whatever who cares and then there's other days it's like oh my god what are they gonna think if i post this out there yeah you know so um i kind of get the because um, I have big social anxiety, you know, Chalupa knows yep. when I met him down in Dallas and everything, <laughs> it was, uh, he came up to me, I was sitting in a freak, I was sitting at a table, like holding my beer like this, like, freaking, like <laughs> yeah. he like walked up to me, I'm like, hello, who, like, I know who Spend is, but also like, I was just like, I was like, I, You're I, I was still people, nervous, yeah. even though like I've known Spent for like, uh, you know, like months now, you know, 
it's still yeah i mean <laughs> go ahead sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but but i mean for me for me i almost bailed out of that because of the social anxiety and everything like that and i'm glad i didn't yeah. and i was able i was lucky because i got was able to ease into meeting everybody you know chalupa i think you came a little bit later so a lot of people were already there but when I first in the deep end. yeah, but when I first got there, it was literally like Tedditz and a few people that Tedditz was hanging out with, um, and Links and a few people that Links was hanging out with. So there was like maybe ten people there, and you know, I got eased in, so it kind of helped break that social anxiety a little bit for me. You know, as That's... people came in, it kind of heightened a little bit. But you know, I saw certain ones that I knew, and I'm like, hey, I can go talk to them, and it'll help me bring it down. Yeah, man, honestly, seeing, you know, I'm, I wish I could have gone, obviously the borders are closed, the, the, it, it sucks that I couldn't, but like, man, even sitting there like the day after and looking at all those pictures on Twitter and just like, you know, it's a photo of two people, but then you see behind them, it's like a sea of people. And like, my heart just would start racing every time I saw that. I'm like, jelly toast like, for sure. Like how can I, I, I wish I had the confidence to be in a group like that because tempo. It, I would love I, to go to know, Vegas, it's, but it's not going to happen. It's crazy to me that people can. Yeah, Navy. Definitely. Like it, it's it's difficult, man. Fine and whatever, right? Oh, I, I feel <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes it's just going yeah. to go. It's, sometimes it's just going to those two. Though, like once you're actually there, I feel like you sometimes ease, you know, ease mm -hmm. into it more and feel more comfy. Potentially, yeah. Sometimes, like I know, working up to something like that is always tough. Sometimes I don't have that kind of social anxiety too much, like crowds and going out and stuff. Um, but I can, I can relate to, uh, still like feeling awkward until I get there. And then I'm like, oh, this is fine. I'm cool. Everything's good. You know? Yeah. Okay. And that's where the overthinking comes in too. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me, let me throw this out to you guys and see what you think. So like, I kind of like, you know, we talked about networking and like, you know, you, you I believe it's November like how to network and, you know, be, basically get over that fear and stuff like that. And devious. You, you I used to, to never be introverted. This, like longest, you know, longer than most of us. I became introverted. Um, it's like I kind of view networking almost like it's like dating, uh, like or even like reaching out to friends is like dating, right? Like if you, there's some people who are like God's gift to women, right? That could just like walk up to any woman and be able to like start up a conversation and they'd immediately be interested, right? Like if Ryan Reynolds started talking with anybody. I mean, if Ryan Reynolds started talking to me, I'd be like, you want to take me home? Like, I'm yeah, like, take me home, please. Like, <laughs> like seriously, but, like, there's people like that, and then it's, like, networking, like, it's also, let me like, Let me take a look I feel here like it is dating. real quick. It's, like, you've got to get, you got to build, like, that relationship. You've got to, you know, take things a little slow. You don't just jump into their DMs, you know? You got to yeah. take it slow, and you ultimately, you know, and I think that, that taking it slow, though, does help with, the the anxieties and like the rejection is like if you actually like form like a conversation before just diving in and being like hey you want to stream like you know like i mean like i guess thoughts on that like that's kind of like what i think about it i 100 percent agree with you and you know that's again like going back all the way back to the beginning of this and like um you know with working and everything and not being able to be in other streams i feel like that's killed my ability to form that relationship first which then prevents me from reaching out because i'm like oh my god you know i've you know these people i've lurked in their streams i've never talked maybe to them, yeah I'm... and they might not have any idea who i am when i message right and i think that obviously has a big it's kind of difficult networking. to explain but you know, when i was younger i messages used me to be, like, be so hey, outgoing stream, i'm gonna be like sorry i don't know who uh, you are, not but, introverted you know, one of the regulars in chat but as uh someone, even the mental likes my tweets and follows abuse me on Twitter, and everything sends me a message started, like hey uh -huh. like 
piling up, that's when I started becoming introverted and worrying about everything. I miss out a lot on that side, and then the anxiety just kills any networking ability. And the dating thing is like, it's 100% like that, because, you know... You, when you ask for a co-stream, you're not looking for that one night stand. You're looking to form that connection, at least for me. Like I'm not, I'm not in this for like, oh, I just want to play with you for one night. Yeah, like, one time. Yeah. No, like I want to. You know, I vibe, you vibe. Let's vibe together, and hopefully it works out. And it's like going on a first date, the first time you stream. But then you know, hopefully you get that second, third, fourth. Hopefully, hopefully you date again. Yeah. Take a lifetime. Tizo, I'm still waiting for that first date in Warzone. Listen, you got to play at my hours. We'll talk. And well, let me let me let me also ask you. So like you know you, you talk talk about like your increasing anxiety things like that, and you talked about your support system, which is your your girlfriend. Um, I mean, how has like how has streaming been like affected? Like you went through like so when did you you you've been a little bit over a year or close to a year now, right? So it was March or April that I started. Okay. And so, but that was that right around, or that that was like right after, right? Uh, three months, three months after. Yeah, maybe that okay. would definitely so be did hard. Did you kind of get into streaming to help cope, or like was it just like a coincidence that it was around the same time? Was like or... family in the navy so, or so like military like, or something? A lot of people don't know this either. Is I have a, I call it a failed YouTube channel. Um, I was doing for a while, and it was car related content because that is my other hobby and. So, so I didn't necessarily jump into streaming as a coping mechanism. I always knew that, like, I wanted to do this because, like I said, you know, when I was at my lowest point, gotcha, the gotcha. first thing I did was, you know, turn to a YouTube video of yeah, my, that definitely. Like, if you're moving around and you're not with the same group of people he's, all the time, that would awesome. definitely he's hilarious, be and it always lifted difficult. my spirits a little bit. So I always knew I wanted to do something, and then you know. The YouTube thing didn't really work out, and then, you know, I had some free time. I wasn't working uh, for about a year. Um, I had, after my stepmom died, I uh, stayed home for about a year because I had lost my job. My dad started staying home. He was on leave. I stayed home with him to, you know, be there for him, and then after he passed, it took me a while to move back into the workforce and everything, and so I was like, you know what? I have this time. I want to, you know. Yeah, that would definitely I, be hard, man. I know man. this is something I want to do. I, I want I'm to sorry you went be through that, that safe space for other people like I needed. So, you know, I'm, you know, full steam ahead. Let's do this. Let's put as much hours in as we can, right? And, uh, yeah. Now look, now now we're here. You know, and, and I, had a, I had an interesting conversation uh, with, with someone over the weekend um you know basically and they were like talking to me about you know like streaming uh, talking to me about you know these these uh, you know how you know, even people like talk in real life and stuff like that like mm -hmm. even when i hear people like say like oh you know i'm doing this you know to, to, to help other people or i'm doing this for other people and things like that and it's like don't get me wrong i kind of get where they're coming from from that standpoint of like oh you know they're doing this to like raise whatever but like i'll be quite honest like i do this mental health podcast because it helps me like i i i do it because it helps me i do what i i stream because it helps me now if it helps other people as well that's 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 awesome like that's a fantastic mm -hmm. goal but like mm -hmm. I will say that I am selfish and, and it's okay. And we kind of talked about this earlier. It's okay to be selfish. Like don't, everyone, as long as you're not using it to like, you know, basically being yep. selfish to hurt somebody else, as long as you're just selfish and you're taking care of it, it's okay. Like I say, like I stream because it helps me. Uh, I talk about my things and if it helps other people, that's a bonus. But like, it's, it's, it's what 
goes through my mind. It helps me, and it's like I want to set this up to help other people, but also selfishly. Shit, we started this out because we wanted to talk. Like exactly. exactly. I mean, I'm with you. Selfishly, yeah. This this for me is like the one my favorite thing that we I do streaming wise. Uh, one, it helps me. Two, it brings out awareness, and you know, hopefully, with this awareness that we're bringing with what we deal with and our guests come on and bring out maybe what we help someone and if we help someone that's it's definitely a bonus but i mean the fact that we're talking about it and everything like chalupa knows that it's helping him but he also knows that it's helping me so we've already helped each yeah. other you know devious yeah, yeah. devious it's helping devious and it's helping me so we've helped each other you know so yeah. we right there just between the four of us we've already helped four people per I se mean, in, I, in this I, podcast I, I personally may stream a, for a, a um, well, I have a lot of reasons why I stream, but one reason is it was to keep my brother's memory alive. It really was. I mean, I named it after him, you know, um, and some of the strengths that he had and stuff. He was just such a positive person. I just wanted to kind of continue that. I wanted to continue that. I just wanted to give somebody a fun place to come and, and yeah. hang. And, and I know, I know Jeff would be proud. So that's kind of, that's another reason why I do it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No. And like, you know, Chilipa, you're saying you sort of stream for the both, right? And it's you know for me it was always gaming was a bit of my coping i went in i would dive deep into games and all this and so obviously being able to sit You're here and welcome, play games everybody. and everything welcome, welcome. the stream aside is amazing and i love it it takes my mind off of things and i you know what after you saying you know you do this because it's it helps you with the release and like tonight on this with this podcast it's like I now see why you guys love it so much because you know what turn the cameras off you know stop the stream and if we're just sitting here talking it helps so much to just get that weight off your shoulders and have that conversation and so yeah it is a bit of a you know you want to call it selfish but it's okay to be selfish if it's helping you and not yeah. hurting anybody else absolutely i am a firm believer in take care of you and yours you take care of you and yours like like i said if i'm able to help you and assist you in any way like uh, even if it's like, you know, sometimes like financially, like some people are like, yo, like, can I borrow like 10 bucks? If I have 50 bucks and like just sitting there, yeah, yeah, I can, I can give you 10 bucks now. But if I'm, if I'm needing that 10 bucks, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Like you need to yeah. take care of you and yours before. Chalupa, can I get 10 bucks? <laughs> Dude, uh, no, <laughs> just <yeah>. kidding. <laughs> like ultimately, like you need to be able to take care of yourself. And and I think like that's that's the one thing I want a lot of people to like take out of our podcast and take out of anything is mm -hmm. like, listen like a lot of people spread themselves emotionally thin. Yep. Because they are too focused on everybody else. I will say this: there is one person at my head table, and my and my and my mom and dad talked to me about this when I was when I was getting married. And what they said is they, they said, listen. Uh, you, things are about to change for you you know like you are going to start your own family you're going to have your own your own issues and she's like we would love to be a part of your life but we're no longer at your head table like before it was like me and my parents uh, you know and, that, and that they're at my head table now it's your wife they're like we may be close but if it comes down to it it's like my it's like i'm choosing my wife and my dad actually taught me that when i was uh when i was 22 when i was really going through some shit and i was living at home and, uh, you know, my mom was always, like, my best friend. Like, yeah, I had my back, whatever. And, uh, you know, my dad and I got into a little fight, and he kind of took me outside, and, you know, he talked to me, and he's like, listen, if you're going to come between me and, your, me, and my mom, and me and your mom, like, you're gone. Like, it's it's my mom over, and he's like, as much as, like, he's like, that's weird to hear, you know, talking to his son, but it's like, 
that's his wife. Same thing with me. It's like, you know, it's my wife versus everyone. Mm-hmm. And so it's like kind of you got to think about it. you always got to take care of you and yours. You got to make sure that you are taking care of yourself mentally, yeah. you know, health, you know, physically, Honestly, yeah. whatever it is. And then you can kind of take on and, and, and talk to other people. But I mean, if people reached out to me when I'm going through a depression state and they're telling me about their issues, I'd be like, listen, I appreciate it. I'm here too. You can text me all you want, but like, I can't handle this right now. Like I, yeah. I've got my own stuff going on. So I just, I, I need people like people definitely, I think need to understand that it's okay that they they're not on point a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. Right. You know, right. Yep. Take care of it, yourself. It, it's the most, it's, it's probably, it's a very cliche saying, and you know, I'm glad that I'm hearing it a lot more, but like the biggest thing is like, it's okay not to be okay. Like that needs, I'm so, so glad that I'm kind of seeing that all over social media a lot more in the last six months, even versus last year. And like, there's so many people spreading all this awareness and it's amazing. And it's like, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be selfish and take care of yourself before taking care of everyone else. And that's like, I've never been able to do that. And I wish I could, but I've always put myself in the like the back burner back burner you're the you're the starting point you can't do anything yeah. you can't do anything unless you're yeah. good there there exactly. was there was I someone mean, there was someone that was in my chat not too long ago on one of the podcasts that actually opened up about some of the stuff that he, they were dealing with and the question came up is what is, uh, what do you do if you can't be oh if if you can't say it's not okay to be okay because you've got to put everybody in front of yourself and a lot of what we're talking about now is exactly what we were talking about to, with them in it because yeah. it's like how can you real it's it's kind of like that cup if there's holes in it and everything and you can't you can't fill it up to get the full cup of water yeah. or or if you don't have a full cup of water you can't pour it out to give to someone mm-hmm. to help to give them a drink you know, yep. you have to be able to have a full cup to be able to help somebody else or a non-broken cup to be able to help someone else. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, like, and that, that's crazy. Like, right. So, like, uh, I mean, growing up, like, I know my dad, like, I know my dad got, went through stuff. I mean, even though he still doesn't kind of understand what I go through. I mean, he's trying. He's really, he really is trying. Like, you know, but he's like, you know, old school, you know, New Jersey, you know, grew up basically Tough guy. raised himself tough as hell you know basically that type and i know he just bottled a whole lot of stuff up and did it all but like you know he's talked to me about this stuff in the past and he's just been like you know it would have been nice uh you know to be able to go and you know go get therapy and he's like but like i didn't feel like i ever had time and i think like the best thing that we can do though is change that sort of narrative and it starts with us starts with us you know when you're in the position and you see like coworkers and stuff around you for instance like I'm in a position where, like, I have an assistant, and I know, like, she has, like, she comes in and she has, you know, her own issues and stuff like that, and I'll, like, I'm just like, go home, like, go home, like, because I know that if if that would have, if someone would have given me that option, like, you know, like, I would, it'd be eternally grateful, and ultimately it'd be, like, much, you know, healthier for me. Yep. But I think yep. like, it, it just takes us, it takes us, like, as a community, as, as, a, as, a, as, as it, you know, basically, as human beings to realize and change that narrative that like shit like people need to just be able to take care of their mental before you know we go on to you know uh, yep. basically doing everything else and so you know it, it's just changing that whole mentality is kind of what 
you know, we, we really want to do. And even like, just like you said, talking about this and is, is, yeah. is a huge thing because there's so Yo, many, Navy, I mean, for so many CEO, years, man, appreciate you hanging out. This. I mean, my brother just found out about like, uh, my depression and everything like that, um, over, uh, over Easter, you know, like he just found out, like, yeah. I, I thought he knew, but apparently like we never talked about it. It was just something that went under yeah. it, you know, unsaid. Crazy. So. And I think a lot of people are scared to have that conversation too. There's, you know, they don't think that, and you know, this kind of stems personally too, is like, I grew up in kind of like a man's house. You know, I lived with my dad for a lot of years and he was, you know, always the way that my grandfather raised him was like, you know what, you put everybody else first, you're the rock, you know, if you're not okay put it behind you sort of thing and i sort of got raised like that and over this last little bit i've kind of gotten away from that because all through my childhood and teenage years i was always that person that like i bottled everything up and i didn't say anything about what was going on with me but as soon as someone else needed help i was the guy to give you all the advice in the world but i could never listen to my own and i i still to this day i have troubles with that but it's something that i'm working on and i think more people need to realize that like talk about it don't be afraid to talk about it mm -hmm. if someone if, if you have a friend and you could consider this person family you could consider this person your best friend whatever it may be but if you try to have that conversation with them you're like hey i'm not okay and i need you and they're not there for you not sorry friend. they're not your friend unless obviously they have a lot of shit going on as well right 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 but, i can say this from experience that as much as i have talked about it in my life i don't think anybody has really judged me negatively Mm -hmm. nobody's really looked at you and been like you're goofy for talking why why are you exactly. saying that why are you putting it out there yeah. everybody actually embraces it and is like wow you know that's awesome and this is a great place to be and you know, whatever just... um it's just i don't see any negativity from it so there's no reason to be scared guys no you know? but there is, is a definitely there's definitely a stigma that it is a negative thing to mm -hmm. talk right, about right, and that right. needs to be broken like a hundred percent you don't want to look weak and the best thing is, though, is that if you're afraid, like, what people are going to think about you, well, guess what? There are professionals out there. Like, that we you, brought in Gary. Yep. Who, if you don't know, you should go back and watch. If you have any questions on therapy and what it is, that was a go one. back and watch that podcast. I think it's, what, episode? It would be episode 12. 12. Um, oh. We'll have to, because I, I know uh, Facebook and Twitch... I know Facebook's getting ready to start deleting old VODs. Um, mm -hmm. I know Twitch deletes them. I actually downloaded my copy of it. I missed one of the episodes, and I'm a little upset about it because I got there too late to download it. But I did get that one. So, um, Chalupa, you'll probably want to talk to her, make sure she's okay with me putting it out on YouTube and everything. I'll put it on my YouTube channel. Um and then uh that way it's available for everybody yeah i might i might just start a i'll probably start a youtube for the press pause and then just have the different uh folders for like so if they want to watch my version of it they want to watch your version yeah or no that that worked great because i've got pretty much every every episode except for two of them yeah and so but like i said i think it's episode 12 it's with our friend carrie if you have any questions about like what therapy is i think it was an absolutely amazing episode amazing. yes afterwards were like oh you know i was always worried about going to a therapist because i didn't really know what it would be like or heck even how to find one but like there's people that you can pay 
And you're sometimes like she even meant like your insurance may pay for that you don't even think about that your insurance would pay for mental health. Well, uh, well even even know. even even a femme fighter, uh, a streamer on uh, both Facebook and Twitch, is teaming up with a. Um, oh geez, I can't think of the name of it, but it's like a free therapist type thing that. Uh, Online thing, yeah. I've been talk. I've talked to her about it before. I need to. We need to get her on and talk about that as well. I, yeah, I've reached out to her because I wanted to talk to her about that as well and get her on here. So. Um, um, but, because that's but, something that was that uh, intrigued me when I saw the ad for it. Yeah. So yeah. If you like, I think that's the biggest thing. Like we, like you know, other things that we really kind of on a break is just the fact that like people think, oh, this isn't okay to talk about, or no one wants to hear my problems, or no one wants to, you know, everyone just like has to have, wants to have fun and everything. Well, it's like that may be true. Don't get me wrong. I want to have fun with my mm -hmm. friends. But yeah, you know, and I also want to be able to talk to them about like my issues, like my real friends, like I could talk to them about my issues. But yep. at the There's... same time, if I'm feeling like they don't want to hear it, uh, you know, and they're just like kind of a social friend, then that's that's fine. But if I feel like I don't have anybody, I can pay somebody, you know, and they'll yeah. listen to my problems, and they're yeah. they're more they're you know, they're more qualified. Um, something actually just really a really good message just came through my chat uh, from Nick and he said I think social media plays a big part in it we see so many people living their best lives and it creates this mentality that people only want to see the positivity and mental health gets thrown into a negative category when it shouldn't be and I think that really stems on to what you're saying and I just think that's like super, exactly super accurate in the sense that like you know a lot of people don't post the negative on social media because it's you know no well nobody wants to hear about my issues or this they just want to see me thriving or like yo you know, sinister what's up buddy good stuff and I think that's a really good point and that's I think something that needs to stop <laughs> well I just had someone in my chat just say you know I want to have fun but your real friends will want to hear your problems too mm-hmm Exactly. Well, you even talk about like social media, right? Like social media, there's a time, like there is a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Like there is a time and place, like, you know, yeah, I don't, if I go on Twitter, I'm going on Twitter for a specific reason. Like again, Twitter is a uh, Twitter. Sometimes Sister, everything's well, everything's well. It's, uh, not, it's not the greatest outlet. But like, again, going to be working that, that's, on that's uh, about one realizing stuff, the company um, that you keep some more. Uh, and realizing basically the situation that, that you're putting yourself out. But while also understanding, you know, other people's mentality, like I'm not friends to the extent that I could text, tweet or, you know, text DM or, or, or call or go knock on their door with everyone that I'm that I see on Twitter. Right. You know, so it's like maybe right. not yep. the best place to put things. Same thing with Instagram. You know, it may be not be the best place for me to put my stuff out there that like, oh, I'm going through a tough time. But at the same point, if if if, if you are comfortable doing that the best thing is that like maybe sometimes putting out the fact like how you're feeling what you're going through and so yeah. it may resonate with other people as well and I've so learned, it's 100 percent. everybody's gonna react to it differently and i've my personal experience with it is i don't like to tweet it out now i don't like to like if it's if it's in a negative kind of i kind of just keep it into dms or, or message somebody that i know will talk to me or um because like you said some it may not resonate the same with some people as it does others uh so, all right yeah I try um, to keep a lot of my my. I usually life post on uh, Twitter, social media, and you know I have you know an Instagram account that is strictly for people that I know in like my right. area, right. where you know I didn't post about my dad on Twitter on my gaming Twitter for 
almost almost a year actually a year i didn't post about it for a year because you know i was i was like this is not the place and then you know i had a really good but bad day on the one year and i was like you know what this is something that i you know i it was important to me like getting it out there and having people know and i never talked about it on stream like there's so many people who didn't know this stuff and i was like why am i hiding this why am i afraid and like you said chalupa there is a time and a place for everything and it just sometimes it just feels right to put it out there and sometimes it doesn't it's sometimes it's an outlet sometimes it's definitely not yeah i i have to watch myself because i used to use my personal facebook as a a, a major outlet you know mm. get down and just throw it out there and everything i actually had some sure. friends of mine actually block me on facebook because i was always so negative and everything so um that being said i've also learned now I don't hide my feelings, but I can tr try to control what I put out there, per se. Right. Like, Absolutely. so you'll, you'll, you've probably seen them out there, you know. I've had a bad few days or whatever like that, and I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, this is what I've kind of been dealing with, or I'm going to talk about this on my stream. I'm going to do a stream tonight. You know, I've kind of been dealing with some stuff. But it's not like it used to be for me. Mm -hmm. And that, and like that's that's the thing, right? Is like I, I feel like so my stream is me, right? Like my stream, I is not like me cur uh, curating content for anybody else than like what what. So like if you come into my stream, you're choosing to be a part of my community, choosing mm -hmm. to be a part of me, and you're getting me on camera. So like I don't shy away from talking about anything. If, I mean, you people have seen me stream, you know, basically the only thing I don't ever talk about negatively is, is on stream is other other people. But like when it comes to myself, right, I will talk about everything about me. It's like yeah. that's what my stream is for. Now, when it comes to Twitter, sometimes I'll post, you know, I'll be like, yo, it's been rough. Uh, you know, I'm taking a couple of days off or like I'm just done. Like I'll be like, I'll, like I've like I'm done for like a week or two or whatever. Yeah. And like I've done that. But at the same time, like, if I really want an outlet to be able to talk about things, it's this Press Pause podcast because yeah. this is my, this is my, you know, basically our curated content where we are specifically talking about our issues and what we've been going through. Mm -hmm. And then it's on my stream because I'm not going to shy away. I'm not going to be like, if someone came in and be like, you need to stop being so depressed, I'd be like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. No offense to you. I appreciate so you. Oh, yeah, this is me. Like, if you don't like it, you can leave. Twitter, yeah. you know, you definitely can't like leave. Same with Facebook, you really can't yeah. leave block or you choose to unfriend or unfollow or something yep. like that. Yeah, but it's like so you kind of got to think about like those things is like, you know, how you go about this, how you put things out there, is you know basically how all other people are going to perceive it too. Mm -hmm. Um, but also if you just don't give a shit, you don't give a shit, and it's yeah. fine. Like you know, no, and like that was my thing too with and like i was just saying i never really put out there about you know everything that was going on on my stream and it that was more of a me thing that wasn't like oh i'm scared people are going to react negative or i don't want people like coming in and thinking that i'm negative it was just i have always been bad about putting it out there and like i said that's something i've been working on i've put it out you know i've talked about it more and obviously like i'm here i'm talking about it like i'm okay yeah. with this and it's not something that I'm scared of anymore. It was just more of like, a, it, it was the anxiety, honestly. It was like, I am scared that if I put this out there, it's going to make people think different for me. Like, I've always said, like, I don't want people's pity. And, you know, 
it's just that's a personal thing it's i don't want to you know when i start talking about something and i'm like yeah like my dad mm -hmm. passed away and i don't want people to be like, i'm so sorry like i just think it's, it's like i just feel like I that's a crazy thing because it, it's 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 you it's who makes you as a person do you yeah. know what i mean like so why yeah, wouldn't somebody like, want to know about that you know yeah and, and but it's like I, the, and i always worried about and like i said like i don't want people's you know i don't want pity i want you to understand like this is why i'm me yeah and i don't want people to think that i'm trying to get their pity out like i'm not trying to be like oh what was me it's not that it's like i went through this it sucked here it is it's on the table yep and that was just something i i have always been bad about it but i'm trying and and there's there's definitely something to be said about that right it's like it, it, just because like we talk about these issues doesn't mean that like we're sitting over here being like we want people to be like oh i'm so sorry that you're going through this stuff yeah. listen don't feel sorry that i'm going through this stuff because it's me like i i don't i don't need you to feel sorry for me you're sorry doesn't really help me by any means at all no. you know like it, it doesn't and, and that's not what i'm yeah and it's not what i'm asking for or looking for or what i want by any means like yeah uh, it but what does help me is talking about it what does help tizo is being able to say hey you know this is who i am this is i lost my dad and this is kind of how i'm feeling right now yep. and same thing like but you know the people that are there to actually support and and the people that are actually there you know there's those people won't pity you you know because exactly. there's nothing to be and, that, and that's like i guess a weird thing to, another weird thing to say is there's nothing to pity you know like it's it's not like i well was me like there's nope. it's just something that i'm dealing with it's like it it, it shit happens it yeah. sucks and it happens it but it's real life yep it's it's as simple as that like it's like it's I, like i feel like pitying somebody is like somewhat of a negative content right like yeah. negative context where you're like oh you know i feel so sorry for you and it's that like you're well, going to, it's like but it's like but my mental health is not necessarily a negative thing that you need to feel sorry about your mm -hmm. loss of your dad was is a negative thing but it's not something that you need to feel no. sorry about because the experiences that you go through and how you deal they with them and, and mold you. how you deal with them yeah, exactly. is, is what made you here. It made you who you are today. Yep. And so it's like, yeah, I go through my stuff, but don't feel sorry for me because I'm going through it. I didn't ask, you know, I, yeah, I didn't ask for this mental, my mental issues, but no. I, I'm dealing with it. And because of how I'm dealing with it, it you know, ultimately makes me who I am, makes me my humor and, you know, allows me to speak, you know, the way that I speak about things. And like, same thing with you guys, like, no, I think that just needs to change because that goes into the whole it's okay to not be okay thing that needs to yep. change. But it's also like, don't yeah. feel sorry for people that have deal, deal with mental health. Uh, attempt to like, you know, if you, if you reach out, really like support, don't feel sorry. Yeah, I guess would be the best way to say. My, my, like my big thing too was like after everything happened, it was like every time i talk to someone and they you know they found they had found out and i get a message the amount of messages i got they're like oh i'm so sorry and it just made me feel uncomfortable and like i you know if i have a conversation with someone who doesn't know about it and it somehow gets brought up i'm like yeah like you know i lost my dad and they're like oh i'm so sorry it's like don't say that because i get uncomfortable and i honestly i don't know what to say to that you're sorry but you didn't do anything don't apologize like this is just something i went through right it's like and, sorry that you're going through what you're doing but like hey how can i help like what can yeah. i do like, mm -hmm. that's yeah. like what i always follow up when i see my friends yeah. like post stuff i'm always just like hey bud 
sorry that you're having a really bad day. Like, yeah. or sorry that you're going through this, like, right now. But, like, whatever you need, like, you know, prayers and, you know, vibes, away, but, like, whatever you need that I can do, if I can help you out, let me know. And it's yeah. like, that's the, that's like, that's the difference in just being like, hey, I'm sorry for hey, you. Hey, sorry. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, it's sorry. What can I do? What, yeah. like, is there anything I can do? Yeah. Not even what. It's like, it, can I help you anyway? That's the difference between just being like, oh, sorry. Yeah, that, sorry that, that's how I've like, always oh, tried to handle it. You know, oh, hey, I'm sorry for your loss or hey, I'm sorry what you're going through. And then I'd be like, if you need anything or if I can do anything yeah. for you, let me know. Yep. that's my first response every single time is like you know whenever i know of a friend is going through something my first response is i'm sorry that you're doing that like this this is happening you call me text me whatever come into my house like i will leave the door unlocked for you if you need anything you come to me right away and just so then, everybody it, knows that does not mean that his door is unlocked no. currently <laughs> no that does not mean my door is locked unlocked all the time but if i know a friend might need to come over then uh yeah but uh no it's like there's there's such a difference between pitying someone and actually wanting to help them yep yeah yeah support over support over sorry support over sorry yes. ultimately um so i guess kind of to circle back on some things is like you know with your you know your girlfriend everything like that Yep. How has and how is she like? You know, you talk about you know the loss of your dad, depression, and everything like mm -hmm. that. How has she helped you out? Uh, you know, in terms of like you know being part of your support system. How has she helped you out? And like, like, what is your support system like? You know, who do you have like, and how do you mm -hmm. kind of deal with? So obviously, Britt is top of the list. Um, you know, she will sit there and listen to me. She will, you know like i said earlier she knows when i want to talk and she knows when to just you know let me be and that was a big thing right after it all happened like she was like what do you need and like i said that's like the the, the question what do you need and i was like i here's what i need like i just need you around yeah for me like my big thing was i just needed her to be there not even talk just to be there and i know that she's there because you know i've lost people through uh just failed friendships and relationships and i've lost people through passing and all that and the last thing i wanted to do was lose someone again so i was like i just need you to reassure me i need like i still still that's like my big thing is like just reassure me that you're there we stayed so at my parents I we stayed don't. at my parents for a week when that happened you know so yeah 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 and like uh you yeah, know you're losing people right like that's yeah. like yep uh, yeah, you feel and, and all of a sudden, like you're like, "Hey, I need that re like physical reassurance now I, that like you're, I need there. You just, you're okay." And give me a hug, and I need you to just be like, "Hey, I'm here." And you know, she Brett moved in about a week. Actually, she might have even moved in right away. She was already basically living here and everything, but she moved in. You know, we've been living together for uh, over a year now. Everything's going good. Um, but it's just always like, even now, there there will be times where I'm in my head and I'm like, you know this this sounds bad and this she would never but the the thought process that i have sometimes i'm like did she did brit stay with me because my dad died and she thought she couldn't leave and i'd like i keep telling her i'm like i just need that reassurance and she's great about it she always tells me she's like no like i love you i'm here for you i'm with you like this is not a pity thing this is not like i feel like i'm forced to be here and that's that is the biggest thing but uh, you know, besides my besides Brit, I have 
uh, I don't actually have a lot of family around where I live. My mom lives about three and a half hours away. My grandmother and my aunt are my main two. And then I have some cousins in Calgary. And, but Calgary is about 10 hours, 10 and a bit hours from where I live. So, you know, and obviously this was leading right into the pandemic too. So the, the support has been great, but there's not been a lot of physical contact. And I strive yeah. off of physical contact so brit obviously is top top the list and she always would but it's been fantastic having her here and that's been my main thing is like she's helped me get through all this for sure and and Uh, how has uh that all kind of like affected your stream as well like has it changed any of your content or like has it like uh, have you have you took kind of like your what you're going through and, and like it affected like kind of how you go about you know, creating content, interacting with your community, because Devious is probably the best one on uh, in terms of, uh, you know, Spent Spent does a great job, but I, I do not do a great job. But Devious does a great job of uh, like actually building, like hardcore building a community where they like they can talk about things. Like I, his general chat is like going all the time, and like he's got his mod chats where he talks to his mods all the time, reaches out, uh, you know, and so I guess like even like Devious can talk about like kind of how his uh, like kind of his mental health uh, and his issues like have affected and changed the way that he goes about creating content. And changed creating... a lot in two years, man. I've changed so much, and my contents, yeah. my con, my contents changed, and I've evolved as a person. And just so even though even this podcast has changed me tremendously, um, I, I I'm I'm so blessed to 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 be able to to just develop me as a person, you know, um. I, that's the best way I can say it, man. It's, just, yeah. it's it's a really cool feeling. It really is. I will say, like, one thing that I've, you know, whether it comes to streaming or real life, one thing that I've always had troubles with was, um, not not troubles, I should say, but I've always stressed about friendship retention, I'll say. So mm-hmm. I am really, really terrible about reaching out to people. And, you know, mm-hmm. this obviously affects the networking side, but the real life side. Chalupa, you were saying earlier, like, me and you text quite a bit, but nine times out of ten is probably you texting me first because you know i get in my head and i'm like i can't text him he's at work i'm bugging him sort of thing and that's just what i go through right and i have that with real life friends all the time i have friends from high school who i haven't talked with in you know years but i know that if i text them they'll they're right here like my my buddy actually two of my high school friends came over and i hadn't seen them in almost two years they came over and it felt like, you know, everything was normal. And that's one thing I always struggle with. And, you know, it's always been tough. But, uh, yeah, just uh, like, it's crazy. Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah. Um, I've, I don't know. I, I kind of dealt with this with, with, because we're talking about loss a little bit. Um, mm. did you ever feel guilty at all? Like you ever had any guilt, like losing oh, your dad, all the like time. wishing, kind of wishing it would have been you or, 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 yep. you know, or something like that. Cause I, I felt that big time for a while and it, and my parents struggled with me hearing it, you know, me saying it all the time. And mm-hmm. I, I felt, I just felt so deep because my brother lived a, a, a struggled life and I felt like he just needed to see more in a sense. Um, yeah. So I, I felt really guilty and I guess that's what I. Now, see, I will say like, I relate to that to a point. Um, obviously this is where the difference comes in between a sibling versus a parent right and i know that if it were opposite if it was me i know my dad right away would be like i wish it was me i wish it was me and you know as much as i do wish he was still here 
I think him and I could both agree that, you know, I've got a whole life ahead of me and, you know, he had a lot of years left, but he and I would both want to see me do better and be better in his memory rather yo, than Phil, him continuing Phil is, on. If yo, thank you for the raid. Um, but yeah, the, there's definitely yo, guys, guilt. Everyone coming like, over from Phyllis. What could I have done better? Uh, I welcome, have welcome. Even if this I is really, the press pause you know, podcast. The disease uh, that he we're just talking some mental health. The there was nothing I could do. Hey, but it's you definitely feel that guilt, and you're like, I don't know. But uh, we're just better, talking with mental right? about mental health right now, and our yeah. special well, guest yeah, is Tizo. Right? Like that's, yeah. that's kind of like you know you got that, and you, you said like dealing with. Yeah, I guess, like, the biggest thing that, like, I even think about, right, is, like, like I got to my own stuff. Like, me and my sister, like, we don't talk, like, at all anymore. Like, and yeah. I, I even think about it. I'm like, she's always going to be Yo, fellas, appreciate that, right? She, like, she, she's the, she did it, basically, whatever, not getting too much into that. But I even think about, like, the fact that. How was the stream, my guy? I, if I, like, passed away, like, you know, or she passed away. Bala. Uh, I, I miss would, you, Bala. Like, probably go back and be like. I we would, need I to play games. Maybe spend more time with her or, or something mm -hmm. like that. But it's like that guilt has got to be so tough but it's also like how do you get over like how do you deal with that to the extent of like you kind of just like tell yourself like hey like listen, i you appreciate the moments that you had and like you know or do you kind of like just kind of be like listen like i did all that i could or like or that's, just kind that's kind of what i that's how i do i mean i i i personally appreciate that fellas happy, happy things and i i don't I don't sleep very well, and people say when people come to your dreams, you know that they're visiting you, and, and yeah. oh, there's different things, you know that 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 people can can cope. Um, and and one of those things is yes, dreams. He comes to my dreams, and he's very very normal in my dreams, like right. how I remember him, healthy, smoking nice, a black Phyllis. mile, cleaning his shoes nice, on the patio, nice, you know, just yeah. how my brother was, you know, always taking care of his stuff, and that's how I would see him in my dreams, you know. Bala, um, we need to we need to link up, moments, play some you know? games. Um, and we, we, we have, we, we have, I'll, I'll hit you up on Twitter. Butterfly, we think of them and there's just different things that, that, that my family and that we do that keep it, keep it alive. Uh, and that's the best thing you can do. I mean, for, yeah, for me, it was always, you know, I, like you said, you try and remember the, the good and you, you know, you, I, I unfortunately had to watch my dad go from the person that I knew for years and deteriorate into an unrecognizable person. Like he wasn't my dad at the end. And it was it was hard to see him like that. And so I've kind of blocked that out. And, you know, I try not to think about it too much. Yo, guys, everyone that's it, coming over tough, from though, to do Phil that. stream, and, uh, you know, it took a yo, while. Yo, Tempo, welcome back. Would, like, uh, I, this is the Press like Pause said, Podcast. Their, you know, uh, we're just I, trying to bring mental health awareness. Like, Let everybody know that hospital. it's okay to not be okay. So, oh, yeah. Get me the um, hell away from this. I'm spent. You know, months uh, of, Chalupa like, so is directly above me. Like, just the person talking is our guest, we Tizo. Were, you know, I was five years and old. The we one above Tizo is devious. We're just here to try and break the stigma of that, but it's not keeping everything it takes in. Everybody a different amount of time, but ah, Temple, you're good. I appreciate you. Think about anything other than all the good times, because there's not going to be any more good times and there's not going to be any more bad times. So. It's, you know, it's Correct. memories at that point, right? Exactly. And it's hard that's to hear exactly sometimes, right. but, and you, you know talk, what I mean? You talk about, like, advice, and I think that's kind of our, our, our follow-up question and kind of how we mm -hmm. start towards, like, the end of our podcast. Anyways, it, it doesn't but, like, it doesn't get easier, but it does get better. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. 100%. But you talk about, like I said, you talk about advice. 
what is the one thing that like or like the biggest things that you like deal do when you're like dealing with like your anxiety for going like streaming or like you in the networking like what things help you get over you know basically like you talked about even like with the loss of your dad you talk about like your high depression social anxiety yeah what things Phil, do you do I, when he started talking i like, thought of you, know, you. Uh, I guess get over with our conversation that we had and uh, and cope with uh, your, your, your issues that you're dealing with. For me, my big thing is trying to, like I said, this is something I'm working on is trying to talk about it more. And so, you know, if I'm having a really bad day with anxiety or, you know, I'm thinking about my dad a lot, I'll always be like, I try and talk about it as much as I can and get it out there. Um, If it's not that though, it's, it's just taking that like few minutes to myself and I'll sit there and just, you know, I think about it obviously depends on the situation, but I'll sit there and, you know, take a couple deep breaths. And oh, you're good, man. It sounds kind of silly because that's, you know, that's the thing that everybody says. It's like, just take a deep breath, but it's not sometimes, you know, take meditation sort of thing, like sit there for five minutes and just sit there and breathe. Just relax. Let yourself, you know, let your brain shut off for that five minutes and just breathe yep simple as that and that's like my big thing is all some people talk to their chat you know too like in the beginning just to chill out you know in a sense like i i have a lot of times where i'm like i'm about to hit go live and i'm like okay anxiety is hitting i either have to hit this now or i need to take five and just sit in my chair and like focus on something else or just breathe sort of thing right and most of the time i'll just you know i smash the go live and i you know don't put on a show but i just use chat's excitement and my excitement in the game to really take my mind off of it if that makes sense which i, mean, I necessarily like... don't necessarily think is the best advice. <laughs> i will say it's not good to just suppress but that's what works for me unfortunately well everybody yeah. everybody goes deals with everything uh differently you know 100%. everybody everybody when when people are ready to talk about it they're going to talk about it I, you know i i 100 am a person that says I feel like everybody should talk about it. But at the same time, I'm also the type of person that says, when you are ready to open up about it, because not everybody can go through something and speak about it right then and there. Some people, like last, last, was it last week, I think it was, or a couple weeks ago or something, I went through something and I'm like, I just took a couple days. I completely kind of stayed off social media. I kind of stayed off of streaming and everything like that. And then I got onto my stream, and I'm like, yo, guys, this is what I was going through. This is why I wasn't here. I wasn't ready to talk about it. I wasn't ready to face everybody or anything like that. It wasn't anything against you guys. But now I'm here. This is how I feel. This is what's been going on. And boom, you know. Yeah, when people are ready, they're going to talk about it. Everybody mm-hmm. deals with it in a different way. So, uh, you know, hey, listen, yeah. we're here trying to – tell you our experiences maybe something we say can give you something to try you know that's what we're here for one big thing that's also really helped me has been uh you know usually yo need what's up brother usually try and not stream on sundays or saturdays one of the two and i will literally just focus on disconnecting from anything to do with streaming yeah yeah i'll go on my phone i'll go on facebook and i'll go on tiktok sort of thing i'll scroll through it if i don't have anything to do but just that so i appreciate that man just taking time to really evaluate yeah. your week even and just think about like how was my week this week how was my mental health this week and that's a big thing is self-evaluation you know have that conversation with your your significant other or your friend or whatever and you'd be like 
how did I seem this weekend? Like, what did you see? And see if they can give you some insight even. Right. So that's... A... I have... I, I'm terrible at it. And, and like, I will, I, I will suggest to other people, if you could be better at it than I am, to do it. But, like, you know, a lot of people, like, talk about all the time is, like, leaving your, you know, your regular stress at the door when you, like, go live and stuff like that. I personally, I can never do it. Uh, no. If I go live and I'm ragey, it's probably because I had a really tough day at work. Or, you know, whatever. I'm just, like, not in the right mental health space. The one thing I have done, though, is that's helped me recently, is that if I'm, like, ragey, especially at Warzone, which can make anyone rage at any time, Anybody. all the time. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing that, like, if I'm just, like, not feeling the vibes that day, you know, I'll just kind of, like, hop off. Like, I'm not going to, like, just, like, rage quit mm -hmm. or anything like that. But I'll be like, yo, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm playing like shit, I'm hopping off. Yeah. I kind of play, like, a different game. Like, I got to yeah. play, like, Resident Evil, got and done something else. And it's just, like, completely switching the mindset up, doing something that breaks your norm, right? Yep. Like, mm -hmm. getting out of that situation. So it's, like, even like you talked about with your mental health, like, it's, like, all right, you know, I got the anxiety, and it's like almost like even just like sometimes hitting the go live button allows you to break that little like thought process that's going on yeah. that's yeah. keeping you from hitting the go live button. It's just no, like, do it, all right, we're going live, and like, now forget it's you forget now about it like, once you do let's it. Go. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like the vibes are up, and you're like, let's go chat. Like we're gonna drop twenties today. We're gonna vibe out with the homies, and it just all changes. That, right? it's yeah, one eighty yep. flip sometimes. It's nuts. But but there's been times where like you're even saying like chillips we've obviously we've played a lot together and there's gone fishing nights has where helped we've nice, for, like, an nice. Hour and both you and i like you're like yeah i i gotta get off and i'm like i'm right behind you dude and yeah that's completely fine and that's one thing i always struggle with i was like oh my god like i need to push through i need to hit the three hour mark and uh, after like starting real life happening and then all this and it's like i can no. tell you from experience length doesn't really matter sometimes no. it and doesn't you know buddy. what if 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 I stream for an hour and a half and I put out good content, but then I hit a mental block and I'm like, I need to shut down. It's better for me to shut down and have that good hour and a half of content rather than having yeah. three hours of sh yeah. like at the end where I'm just like pissed off and I'm like sitting there on my phone and I'm not interacting with chat or like I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not talking. It's way better for me to shut off and just disconnect. Sure. So, so I actually have another question for you um, sure. outside of streaming. Uh, what is your release when you're dealing uh, with this cars. outside of this? <laughs> um, okay, my you big met... thing is cars. Yeah. yeah so, um, I am... want to fix my clutch. I could. I very well could. <laughs> I saw that you have a massive. So annoyed. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm so annoyed right now. Yeah. No, I. Uh, so before streaming and all that, and like I was saying, I had that YouTube channel that I was trying to do automotive creation on and everything. I like. It's just such, I will walk into the garage and it's like everything gets left in the house and I'm in the garage and it's like, okay, focus on the car. Let's, you know, I, I break my car every time I drive it. It is very <laughs> heavily modified. It <laughs> needs work all the time. It's sitting in the garage broken right now since September. Like, it's just, it's so relieving to sit there and then you, you start a project and you start going through it and then you're like, you complete that. And it's like. Yeah. That relief of like getting through something without the anxiety, without the depression, yep, 100%, without thinking Phil. about all that, and getting through that task is like so simple and it's so nice. Even like there's been days where I've cooked dinner and I'm like, oh my god, I just cooked dinner without like my brain was shut off and I just cooked right. and it was amazing. I don't like cooking even, and it happens for me. So I think finding a hobby is so important 
outside of all this and like if it helps you it helps you if it's just something you enjoy right one, one of my viewers wants to know what's the car it's a 1991 nissan 240sx with a if they know that platform they'll know that it's a sr20 which is a little two liter turbo and it goes very fast sometimes and then it breaks <laughs> he said really nice nice <laughs> yeah no i love it Teaser, we are coming up on about the two-hour mark, which is kind of where we, uh, you know, we kind of end our podcast. Yep. But we always like, finally, we like, we kind of like to end the same, the podcast the same way we do all the time. Is just like some closing, closing thoughts. And so, Tizo, like, last thoughts, like, you know, basically yo, guys, I want to stay on for a bit afterwards, like what, not too long, guess, but I'm going to stay on for a bit. So stick around. You've experienced and uh, and your experiences and like what. Yeah, basically final thoughts on everything. Nice. Well, first off, I just want to say thank you. And I love what you guys do here. I've spent, we've talked about this. I love this podcast. I think it's amazing. I think it's so important. Um, To anybody listening, don't be afraid to reach out to myself. I know, you know, maybe you've never even heard of me until tonight, but don't be afraid to reach out if you need something. I'm sure all these guys agree the same way. Um, Just, you know, the biggest thing is like it I, like i said i love hearing it lately but it's okay not to be okay take the breath take a few minutes to yourself or surround yourself with people who care um that's so important um if you're going through a loss if you're going through a breakup even because yeah if, i'll let them know i'm actually going to bring up what you mentioned to me someone it uh you know we've all gone through our own things I might struggle with something that you don't and you know, we can learn from each other. So don't be afraid to talk about it. Always freaking talk about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, I, I really related to this podcast and I, I actually cried a little bit earlier uh, just cause it hit home for me so much. But um, the biggest thing I think is, is like you said, it's okay not to be okay. And, and if you are dealing with a loss, um even talk about that it's okay everybody has Mm -hmm. lost somebody or something at some point in their life um and i know that uh uh, thinking of those happy moments really really helped me um and i know some people sometimes it's it's hard to to think of a a happy point if if there isn't always a happy point in in like like tizo said he he had to kind of watch his father uh, uh deteriorate in a sense and uh i i i watched my brother sit you know nine years in prison but I don't think about that. I think about nope. the happy times I was with him. I think about the times after he was out and, and the stuff that I did with my brother. And, and, and that's the biggest thing I can say is if you had any loss in your life, talk about it. And, and it's okay to, uh, it's okay to talk about it. It really is. Yep. Ben. So uh, first of all, one of my, one of my viewers said, Tizo, they completely understand where you're coming from. And I'm going to explain why. Um, not too long ago, he was in my uh, one of my streams, and he said, "Your mental health, uh, the mental health streams that we do, he would quite happily be a part of. Uh, he's a streamer, and I've known him for a while. Um, they helped him with the loss of his granddad, so he kind of relates oh. to you in that aspect. Um, he's also the car enthusiast, if you were wondering. No, um, cool. But we got for a lot me." In common. But for me, you know, the biggest thing that I kind of p- picked up on is, is uh, just taking that time, you know, you, 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 you like the, the reassurance, you know, getting mm-hmm. that reassurance. And, and I think specifically the part is your girlfriend knowing when and when not to 
be there and like talk to you you know when people when people are going through it you got to be sensitive to when they're ready to talk about it or not and i think somebody else mentioned it on one of our podcasts before yo sometimes the best thing you can do is go up to them say hey is there anything i can do for you and if they say not right now but when i'm ready i'll come get you if you're still willing one thousand percent that to push right that is the best thing that you can do for anybody that's dealing with anything like this because when they're if they're not ready to talk about and you push them you could push them over the deep end and in a sense and but and then there's also times where you'll push them in the right direction because they maybe they haven't had that person to come up to them and be like talk to me if you need it maybe they haven't had that oh for sure like, phil oh my god i can talk about this it can be good too so i completely agree with you spent and chalupa yeah my uh my couple of final thoughts uh first you know again thank you tizo so much for yes coming thank on. you thank you tizo. always absolute pleasure uh love I, I feel so much better i'm glad i'm back on doing these things <laughs> yeah. um but really honestly the the one thing i want to talk is and this kind of hits first me and Spen were talking about earlier. It's okay. You need to be selfish if you're dealing with your own issues. You need to be selfish to an extent where you take care of yourself first before you tell, you know are able to take care of other people. And it's okay. Being selfish is not always a bad thing. Like and and people just kind of need to realize that and understand that. But it's all about taking care of you and those around you. Yo, guys, who but do you want to go you see? You can't do that if, you, if you're not taking care of yourself first. But take yep. care of yourself first. And then when you have that extra excess emotion, capacity to be able to take care of other people, do that. And But always just know you're not there to solve anybody else's problems. You're there to support them, not yep. solve. You know, they've yes. got to get yes. to the point to fix their problems themselves. Um, because otherwise they're always just going to be leaning on you or leaning on somebody. So you need to help to build them up. And then, and then kind of the last thing was just, uh, you know, ultimately uh, one helpful tip I think that I've recently done that Tiza talked about that, you know, is doing something. If you are in a rut, if you're in an emotional rut, do something to break the pattern, mm-hmm. whether or not that means go, you know, go play a different game but go take a walk go you know join a a a church group if that's do something different because if you keep doing the same thing it's ultimately it's not the definition of insanity is yep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result yep so you know just do something to try and break that pattern take the five minutes before going live or you know if it is hitting that live button is what's going to make you do something different but like do something different to try and help get yourself out of that rut. And then, you know, you can kind of get back into everything. Yep. So, yeah. No, that's I can't it, guys. points more. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much you, for uh, welcoming me back. To the yes, yes. After a couple uh, missed episodes. Spent devious. It was always a pleasure to. Uh, Thank to you. Ju- ju- just fun. also to let everybody know before we go, um, next week we have another podcast. Um, it, it's actually supposed to be hostile. Hostile streams is supposed to be joining us next week. Um, and in June we are supposed to have Tori Merks and then Facebook partner Kiwi joining is supposed to be joining us. So, uh, guys, look forward to that. Um, remember, next week, Hostile is going to be joining us, though, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, Tizo, thank you for joining us. Chalupa, welcome back. Appreciate having you back here. It's been a pleasure. Missed you. Devious missed you last uh, podcast. I know you were out of town and everything. Glad you're back safe. Guys, again, for the 15th episode of the Press Pause Podcast, myself, Spent, Chalupa Batman, Devious, and our guest today, Tizo. We thank you so much for being here, and you guys have a wonderful and lovely night. Good night, everybody. See you. Adios.